0: what is up what is up everybody welcome to the black box the show where we unpack unbox and unwrap everything black i am your girl big c how y'all doing today on this lovely 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 friday y'all already know what time it is y'all already know what we're coming with today like we've been doing all the month of december it's another Black Review Criminal Edition. That's right, we're gonna get into another Christmas movie, Christmas classic, if you will. Uh, yes, today is the 18th. We have seven days until Christmas. That's right, by this time next week, it'll be Christmas, y'all. Are y'all excited? Are y'all ready? Have y'all finished y'all with Christmas shopping? If not, oh, baby, boo, I am scared for you. Oh, she's a poet. She's a poet. Come on, people, give her her props. She's a prop. She's a poet but we have seven days until christmas y'all i hope y'all are excited i'm excited i'm excited to give my gifts away because i think i got some really really good gifts for my peoples this year i'm very very excited you feel what i'm saying because usually in the past your girl used to be struggling trying to get these christmas gifts at the last minute but you know the lord up above hallelujah thank you jesus he saw fit to give your girl some funds so she can get that shopping done early. And she did. And she absolutely did. But like I said, y'all already know what's going on today. We're getting into another Black Review Christmas edition. If you follow me on my Instagram, you should. If you not, you should be. But if you follow me on my Instagram, you already saw the poll that I put up on Wednesday. Y'all already know what movie we're going to get into. So I'm not even gonna give it away for y'all until we get to that point. But you know, before I get into the black review, y'all already know I gotta give y'all the hot box news, the hot news around town. Okay? So I don't know if y'all are aware. First up for hot box news, I don't know if y'all are aware, but rapper, female rapper, Cupcake, she made a quote-unquote diss track. It's called How to Rob. The song is called How to Rob Remix. Um, and basically, Miss Cupcake just came for every rapper she could think of, every every rapper possible. The only rapper she did not mention, I didn't hear her mention any of the males, the male rappers in the clip that I had listened to, because I did not listen to the song, but I listened to clips of the song. And Miss Cupcake went in. I'm gonna have to listen to the song more in depth, but Miss Cupcake went in on everybody. So she dropped the song, of course, called How to Rob. And she basically dissed Doja Cat, she dissed City Girl, she dissed Lukiana, she even dissed Meg, she dissed Little Kim, she dissed Dream Doll, like, you know, a lot of girls in the rap game. And even before the, uh, I think before the song even came out, or when the song dropped, uh, Cupcake was like, you know, this is all in the spirit of fun, this is all in the spirit of competition, you know, um, I'm just bringing real rap back. And anybody who is offended by this, you know, is just used to mediocre rap. And that's just not what I do. She was like, but no hate to any anybody mentioned in the song. You know, it's all love. But, you know, I do this real rap thing. So, basically, letting the girls know, like, nothing personal, babe. But I'm going to come for you every time. And some of the rap girlies, they were not here for it. JT and Sukiana in particular. Uh, JT, she went on Twitter and she was like, I love that Cupcake song. And everybody's like, oh, okay. So she see, she's talking about JK. I said, ooh, y'all already know JT's sensitive. Y'all already know you can't come for JT or else she gonna have something to say. She don't care if it's a jokey joke or not. She's like, I don't play with y'all. I don't play with y'all. If I don't know you, I don't play with you, period. And uh, rapper Sukiyana, she's more, she's a well, she's not that well-known. Like, she's not on the level of, like, Doja City Girls and Megan or anything like that. But, you know, she's starting to make her rise i guess to rap stardom i guess you know i don't know too many songs by Sukiana. but they're all pretty vulgar and pretty you know out there and very sexually suggestive and things like that but she did not take it too well miss Sukiana, she made a response disc to uh cupcakes uh how to rob remix and uh, i think suki's uh diss was called rob who so I listened to Suki's this and I'm not even gonna lie. It was good, but Miss Cupcake still ate her up. I'm so so sorry. Miss Cupcake still very much ate her up. It was just giving very much Hannibal Lecter. Like she was she was eating the kids, you know? So I mean Suki's was good too. Suki's was, you know, it was good. She said what she had to say. She got her shots in, but you know. Just not here. She was just not. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Miss Suki. If you ever hear this, it was good girl, but miss cupcake still kind of ate you up um so yeah that's what's going on with that a lot of fans also were not mad at miss cupcake song because she you know like she said before she gave a disclaimer she was like this is all for fun it's all in the spirit of competition you know i just was i wanted to go in on the track so i went in on the track pretty much so all the fans you know they didn't see anything wrong with it they were actually excited about it they was like you know this is what real rap is you know you gotta come for people every now and again so everything can't be kumbaya aesthetic. you gotta let some people know that you're the greatest rapper alive so she very much very much called the girls out and the only person to respond uh with another song is misuki meg has not said anything doja cat has not said anything uh young miami hasn't said anything but jt obviously she made her tweet I can't remember. Oh, little Kim. Of course, little Kim is not going to say anything. She's very legendary and unbothered. She's not about to respond. So, that's what's going on with that. Let me know if y'all listen to the song because baby, she went in. She went all the way in. But that's what's going on with that. Congratulations are in order for Miss Zonique. If you don't know who Zonique is, she is the daughter of Tiny who is T.I.'s uh, wife and also member of the group Escape. Zanique just recently had her baby girl on December 15th. She gave birth, I think, uh, it was at 6.24 a.m. December 15th. Uh, there's no word on the name yet. We all know it was a baby girl because I think she did a gender reveal a while ago. But there's no word on the name. She hasn't posted any pictures or anything yet. But congratulations to her and her longtime boyfriend, bad Hunter izzy i believe that's how you say it his name is super long i just call him izzy whenever i see them together because that's a lot but congratulations to them i just can't believe she's a mother you know I just didn't picture, you know how some people you picture like just being young and fabulous forever. I mean, she could still be young and fabulous with, with a child, you know, that is very much possible. But, you know, I just didn't see her being a mom. But congratulations to her, or congratulations to them on their baby girl, excuse me, not just her, them, the couple, on their baby girl. I, I'm assuming everything uh, went okay because no reports have come out about, you know, it being a difficult birth or whatever. But she's also been very hush hush about the situation. So congratulations to them. And last for hotbox news. supercent and Sage the Gemini are an official couple. Monday supercent If you don't know who Superset is. She is the creator of the crayon case makeup line. She is the lady who made. I think she made a million dollars in 20 minutes or in 2 hours. One of those. But she is a very very well known um uh, Instagram, like, she's very known for making, like, funny Instagram videos and YouTube videos. That's what she did before she got into makeup, into her makeup business. And now, Miss Ma'am Miss Super she is rich. She r- 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 rich, okay? She rich. So... Uh, there was some drama that I reported on in the past about her and her ex, who is uh, her daughter, her daughter that she just had, um, who is her daughter's father. They had some drama. You no, know, there was a lot of cheating allegations, and so Miss Supa apparently she have moved on to another man, and they were dating for a little while. It wasn't Sage and Gemini. It was another man, and they were dating for a little while. It all it looked like it was all going good. You know, it's everything seemed copacetic. But now, Miss Sufa done popped up on the gram with Mr. Sage, the Gemini. And I don't know about y'all, but I was just as confused. I was like, wait, is this like a real a real thing? But they were seen being very booed up on Instagram, on her Instagram live. She was getting ready for a makeup day, Or not a makeup date. She was getting ready for a date. She was putting on her makeup, and they were just being very flirty. And here comes Mr. Sage, the Gemini, popping up in the background. Like, oh, Oh! Oh! Th- this is real. This is really real. So after they did the whole little flirting thing on Instagram, uh, Mr. Sage didn't. He didn't wait too long to confirm that he and Miss Super Saiyan are a couple, and that he intends to keep it that way. So I was like, wow, because you know, I and, th- and this is just my personal opinion, y'all. I feel like Miss Super Saiyan, A.K.A well not aka I'm just I'm just leave it at super because I don't know her like that but I just think she needs to just take some time to be by herself but you know that's none of my business but I just really think she just needs to step away from the dating scene because I just feel like ever since she got rich ever since she got that money I just kind of see like I don't know every man that she be with I just see like sharks sharks in the water you feel me like I'm just like y'all y'all are not here for this lady I don't know when, when she went through her whole situation with her ex, uh, Lewis, who is her uh, baby daddy now, or will forever be her baby daddy, I just was like, you know, dang, that's messed up. Like, she was really trying to help this man grow and thrive and, you know, become successful. But, you know, everything ain't for everybody, so it didn't work out. And then when she got with her new guy before stage the Gemini, I was like, okay, well, you know, hopefully he's not using her for her money, you know, because I just feel like when you get to that type of status, you got to start dating differently you feel me you can't like you a millionaire now you can't be dating i mean if that's what you like that's what you like but at the same time it's like you gotta you gotta be careful because you never know it's a lot of clout chasers out here clout chasing is a very serious disease and it is impacting a lot of the community so you just gotta be careful and now she's dating sage the gemini i think sage the gemini is just looking for a sugar mama i don't know if i don't know how big of an age gap there is it doesn't look like it's a big gap because sage the gemini he is a grown man he's very grown Super is obviously very grown, so you know I guess it don't really matter as long as they're two consenting adults. But he's just giving me very I'm about to let this makeup tycoon take care of me because what has Sage the gemini and I been doing since he did this song? So now grab the Y'all know that song was very popping back in the day. I don't know about y'all, but that song was popping when I was in school. So he hasn't done anything since. <laughs> So I'm like, so now all of a sudden you're trying to be booed up with Miss Supercent after she done made her, her monies after now that she's a millionaire, about to be a billionaire? I don't know. I just want her to be careful because I love me some Supercent and I don't need nobody taking advantage of her and having her go off on Instagram live again. And I'm not the only one. A lot of fans were quick to get on her and saying that she was just with another man months before. They was like, girl, you just got out of a relationship. Like, how are you now booed up with this new man? Girl, you need to slow down. You know, give her all the good sis information or all the good sis, you know, tea. And she just was like, y'all need to mind y'all's business. She was like, I knew Sage before I knew the either one of my last two dudes. So y'all be more stuck on them dudes than I do. Y'all need to move on just like I did. that's what we're gonna do y'all we're gonna move on and that's all i got for hot box news y'all those were just a little tidbits that i found interesting it wasn't really a whole lot a whole lot going on in the streets but i just want to update y'all on that now without further ado let's get into this black review christmas edition okay so as y'all know or as i have stated before um I did a poll this past Wednesday, which I have been doing for the past couple of weeks now for our Black Review Christmas edition for the whole month all the way up until December 25th, which is next week, next Friday, where I will be reviewing the ultimate Christmas movie. So, don't forget to look out for the poll on that, because I'm going to be asking y'all. I think I'm going to put the poll up, uh, or not the poll, I'm going to ask the question probably tomorrow and then every day up until probably wednesday so get your get your comments in and whichever two movies has like the most like or is commented the most those are the two that i'm going to pit against each other and i'm going to let y'all choose like i do every friday who i'm going to review for the black review on christmas edition the ultimate christmas movie on friday the 25th okay so if you do follow me on my social media which you should I put a poll up and it was basically a battle of the Grinches I said which Grinch was the best and the people have decided and it is Jim Carrey we all knew we all knew that was gonna happen so I don't even know why I even did it like that but you know a few people voted for the 2018 Grinch but you know Nothing hits like a classic. So today for Black Review, we are going to get into How the Grinch Stole Christmas 2000 edition, okay? So before we get into the pros and cons, I do want to give y'all some black box facts. Even though this is an old movie, we're going to review it like it's a new movie, okay? So, How the Grinch Stole Christmas, it was released November 17th, 2000, it was directed by ron howard ron howard he is uh, best known or some of the projects he's most known for is arrested development i don't know if y'all have ever seen that show i have never have but a lot of people who have watched arrested development say it's a really good show and he's also known for a movie called a beautiful mind starring i believe it's russell crowe yes so, uh, How the Grinch Stole Christmas was narrated by Anthony Hopkins. Anthony Hopkins is best known for his role as Hannibal, H- Hannibal Lecter in the movies Hannibal and Silence of the Lambs. The budget for How the Grinch Stole Christmas was $123 million. I'm going to say it again. $123 million. I was like, do you know what I would do with $123 million? A lot i could do a lot i could do a lot with 123 million i'm just gonna speak 123 million and more on my life and y'all's lives y'all come on come on it's, it's for us it's for us we're gonna get it we're gonna get it because if they can spend this much on a on a movie come on I, I know it's gonna sprinkle down to us lord i'm not even worried but yes it was 123 million to make the movie the box office it received 345 million dollars So, three fun five. That's what it made in box office. Ooh, child. That's a good little opening weekend in box. Wow, that's a good little opening weekend. So, the overview for How the Grinch Stole Christmas goes as follows. Based on the beloved Dr. Seuss tale, this live-action adaptation tells the story of the reclusive Grinch and his decision to ruin Christmas for the cheery citizens of Whoville. Reluctantly joined by his hapless dog, Max, The Grinch sneaks into town to swipe everything Holiday related from the Whos. However, the bitter Grump finds a hitch in his plans when he encounters the endearing Cindy Lou Who. So, that's basically what the movie is about. If you've read the How the Grinch Stole Christmas book, or if you've seen the old cartoon version, like, way, way back in the day, you already know what the Grinch is about. But this movie, the adaptation directed by Sir Ron Howard, um, it basically gives you, like, another insight as to why he's so, you know, eh, about Christmas, why he hates Christmas. And it just gives you a deeper look into the Grinch, which I absolutely love. So, for the cast... Playing the Grinch is the brilliant, the talented, the amazing Jim Carrey. Now, y'all, when I was on this movie, How the Grinch Stole Christmas, starring Jim Carrey, is one of my favorite movies, period. It's not my favorite Christmas movie, period. It's not, it's my favorite, it's one of my favorite movies, period. Just based off of Jim Carrey alone. Like, this man and his acting skills, it's amazing. It's absolutely amazing. amazing like there's no nobody will ever compare to jim carrey in my opinion as far as like character acting and you know face like i just haven't seen it i just have not seen somebody as crazy as jim carrey yet will we ever will there ever be another no because there's only one jim carrey but jim carrey plays the grinch and if you don't know who jim carrey is please exit Please exit the black box immediately, swiftly, expeditiously. Please go. But Jim Carrey, he is best known for his roles like The Grinch, uh, The Mask, Bruce Almighty, uh, Ace Ventura. And those are the ones that he's most known for. Those are his roles that he's most known for. Uh, Next, Miss Cindy Lou Who. Miss Cindy Lou Who. Oh, before I get into Cindy Lou Who. Jim Carrey, he is also known for playing uh, in the movie A Series of Unfortunate Events. He played um, the mean guy. I can never remember his name for some reason. I can never remember his name. But I watched the movie A Series of Unfortunate Events, the one with Jim Carrey. And he was amazing in that movie as well. A lot of people uh, haven't seen that movie, but they watched the Series. Uh, on Netflix which was really good too but uh Count Olaf that's his name. Uh, Jim Carrey played Count Olaf in the Series of Unfortunate Events. And uh what is it? It's not David. It's not David Patrick. It's Patrick something. Oh my god, why well, can't remember his name? But you know, in the series that they did on Netflix, it was played by uh another man whose name for some reason is slipping my mind, but yes, Jim Carrey played in the Series of Unfortunate Events as well. So, Miss Cindy Lou Who is played by Taylor Momsen. I believe this was Taylor Momsen's uh, first role, I believe, in the movie... Uh, you know, when they, uh, when movies come out and they have a new character that they have to introduce or an up-and-coming actor or actress that they have to, you know, introduce the people to, they'll say, introducing so-and-so. In the movie, I believe it says, introducing Taylor Momsen because this was her first major role, but those of us who are Gossip Girl fans, we already know her as Jenny, a.k.a. Little J. Um, if you haven't watched Gossip Girl, go check that out as well. One of my favorite series. I have only, and I'm ashamed to say, I've only watched it, like, one time. But I'm very, very soon gonna watch it for the second time to, like, see what else I missed or what other things I could pick up on. But Gossip Girl, very good. She was also in Spy Kids 2. She played the president's uh, daughter in Spy Kids 2. So, yes, Miss Taylor Momsen. I believe she has departed the acting scene for good. I think after Gossip Girl, she was just, like, you know... Because if you watch Gossip Girl, then you know what happens. But I think she departed from acting after Gossip Girl. And I think she is fully focused on music right now. So, yeah, Miss Taylor Momsen. She's a very pretty girl, too. She has that Whoville look. So, even when she did Gossip Girl, I was still seeing very Cindy Lou Who. I was like, girl, you're giving very Whoville in a very cute way. So, do you, Miss Taylor Momsen? Martha May, who is, um both Mayor Augustus's and the Grinch's love interest is played by Christine Baranski. Christine Baranski is one of my favorite voice actors. Uh, she has a very unique and interesting voice, and I just love the way she talks. Um... You may recognize her from Mamma Mia. She played, if you have watched the play, or the movie adaptation of the play, Mamma Mia. She played one of Meryl Streep's best friends. She was also in uh, Adam's Family uh, Values, the second Adam's Family movie. She played one of the camp counselors. Uh, and she was also in Trolls. She uh, voiced the main Bergen. In the first Trolls, she me- she voiced the chef Bergen. Bergen. It's Bergen, not Birkin. Bergen. Bergen. Bergens. If you watch Trolls, I'm obsessed with Trolls, y'all. Me and my sister love that movie, so if you watch watched Trolls and you know who the chef uh, Bergen is, then that's who she played. But Miss Christine Baranski, I love her. She is amazing as well. Mayor Augustus was played by Jeffrey Tambor. He is known for his roles in Hellboy's 1 and 2, the original ones, starring um, Ron Perlman and Selma Blair. And Doug Jones, you know, go check those out. If you've only seen the first one, or if you've only seen the newer Hellboy, I suggest you go watch the original first two, because those are really good. And he was also in Trolls as well. He plays Poppy's daddy in Trolls. So, okay, I see you Trolls family. Uh, Betty Lou Who was played by Molly Shannon. Molly Shannon is an amazing comedic actress. Amazing. She, uh, one of the movies that I best know her for is Superstar. If you haven't seen Superstar, please go watch that. Go, go, go watch it and be prepared to laugh. Laugh so hard because Miss Molly Shannon, just like Jim Carrey is a fool, Miss Molly Shannon is a whole fool and a half. She is amazing. So, but she played in the movie Superstar. She was also, um, on SNL. She was on Saturday Night Live since 1975. She's not on there anymore, but she had been on there uh, in 1975 she also played in uh, Bad Teacher she had a very small role in Bad Teacher but I think Superstar is like the biggest role that she's had to date as far as her being like a main main co-star like a main star and she also played in all of the Hotel Transylvania um uh, the trilogy she voices the uh, the mommy werewolf the one who's always pregnant she is the voice of the mommy werewolf in the Hotel Transylvania series. Y'all, Molly Shannon is amazing. She is so funny to me. Lou Who, who is Betty Lou Who's husband, is played by Bill Irwin. Um, Bill Irwin, his uh, filmography was kind of short as well. I recognize him, if you are a CSI fan like myself, I recognize him from CSI, the one in Las Vegas. He played, like, one of the worst bad guys they ever had to, like catch or track down and I did not I was I was yesterday years old when I figured that out that he played the worst bad guy that they had to catch on CSI and I just feel like it ruined Lou Who for me because you know Lou Who is just so sweet and he's just so oh hi honey like he's just so like you know typical daddy typical husband like just very you know caring and all that just loving and then when I found out he played one of the worst guys on CSI it just shook my whole foundation of who Lou Who was. Like, I was just very shook. I was like, what? I was just shook. But aside from CSI, he is known for uh, playing in the movies Interstellar and Popeye. The Popeye live action with Robin Williams. RIP to the great Robin Williams. Uh, the dog Max was played by a dog named Kelly. That was Kelly's only Uh, role as of now i don't know if kelly is still living but shout out to kelly he did a really good max the baby grinch you know not baby grinch like the baby baby but like when he was like maybe a toddler i guess was played by josh ryan evans now for those of you who don't know josh ryan evans he had a form of dwarfism called okay i'm gonna butcher this because i'm not a doctor achondroplasia oh maybe not maybe she can be a doctor no ma'am i will not but he had a form of dwarfism, dwarfism called achondroplasia so he was 18 when he played the baby grinch he was born in 1982 so he was 18 in 2000 when he was cast to play the baby grinch so cute But he, for those of y'all who didn't know, he passed away in 2002. Nobody said what he passed away from, but I'm assuming it's due to health complications, due to his dwarfism, but he recently passed away. Uh, Besides this, besides playing the Baby Grinch, he had a few roles, but I think the role he was most known for was he was in a soap opera called Passions. So, and he was 17 when he did Passions, and he played a little kid. So... Uh, R.I.P. to Josh Ryan Evans, a.k.a. Baby Grinch. You are missed. Uh, Hubris, who basically plays Mayor Augustus' his little sidekick, y'all know the one who shaved his head because Mayor Augustus got his head shaved, is played by Clint Howard. Clint Howard is also a very, like, background type of actor, but if you would see his face, you would know exactly who he is. He played in movies like The Waterboy. He played in all the Austin Powers uh, movies and he also was in Cat in the Hat with Mike Myers. So, him and Mike Myers are obviously very close because if you don't know, Mike Myers plays Austin Powers, and Mike Myers also played Cat in the Hat. So, and uh, Clint Howard, who's in both of those movies. So, that's interesting. <laughs> Stu Luhu, who, who plays uh, one of the brothers. Y'all know the two twin brothers. He's one of the brothers. It's played by T.J. Thine. T.J. Uh, Thine was in the movies How High uh, with Method Man and Red Man. Raise Your Voice with Hilary Duff. And I believe that's it. Those are all. Well, not that's not all of his films, but those are the ones that I recognize him for and drew Lou who was played by jeremy howard jeremy howard was in the movies uh sydney white and he was in the live action ninja turtles movies he played donatello so if you've seen both of the like the newer live action uh you know the ones with the cgi if you see the new uh ninja turtles live action movies he would he played donatello jeremy howard he was a very if you see seen sydney white he was a very weird man he just has a very weird like stature about him so i did not know he played drew lu who i should have known because it looks just like him but i didn't know so that is the entire cast or you know the main people in the cast so before we get into the professional ratings i do want to give y'all some fun facts about this movie because this movie was like the process of this movie was just amazing so jim he improvised jim carrey he improvised a lot of the of the like major scenes in the movie so y'all know the line where he was like six thirty, did it with myself i can't cancel that again he improvised that line he improvised that line and the in and, and the description that i read where he improvised that line they had to do it so many times because when he did it the first time the whole set like everybody was just cracking up because they were like this man is insane he is in completely encapsulating this character they had to do that again because everybody laughed the first time he did it. So the dinner line, he improvised that. The directing scene, so you know when uh, the scene where he's telling Max like, you know, you're supposed to be your reindeer. You know, your Santa's reindeer. You love Christmas. Da 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 da. And then um, Max pushes his nose off. He's like, brilliant. You know that part. He was mocking uh, their director, Ron Howard. So that whole scene, he kind of improvised what he was saying to Max. And then his reaction to what Max had did, he improvised that. He was basically like mimicking Ron Howard in his directing style. So that was kind of funny to see. I did not know I didn't know that. And the table scene. So you know, in the scene where he's trying to figure out what to wear to the uh and he was like, uh, He snatched the skirt uh, off the uh, table. Well, everything when he snatched it, everything was supposed to fall off of the table when he snatched it the first time. But Jim Carrey, he snatched it so perfectly, everything stays still. So you know how he goes back and, like, messes everything up? He improvised that as well. I was like, this man, Jim, baby, he go above and beyond. I was like, come on, Jim. Jim said, I'm about to be the Grinch. Y'all want the Grinch? I'm about to give y'all the Grinch. And all my foolish craziness, I'm about to give it to y'all. So, go on, Mr. Jim Carrey. This just made me love Jim Carrey even more. Another fun fact, it took Jim two hours to get into his costume, and it took him an hour to remove his costume. So, in the fun facts that I saw, he had to be on set, I believe, at 2 a.m. every Every day they had to shoot, he had to be on set at 2 a.m. because it would take him two hours just to get into all of that prosthetics, all of the the, the costume that he was in. It was, it was a lot. He said he had to become a zen master in order to execute this role. So I can only imagine. And then the contacts that he had to wear for the Grinch. He said he could only shoot a few scenes in them because they were so uncomfortable. So sometimes a lot of the scenes that he... Uh, well, he's pretty much... He pretty much has yellow eyes throughout the whole entire movie but he says that some of the uh, scenes where his eyes are yellow is cgi because he just he just couldn't do it he was like it was just too uncomfortable he couldn't see like it was encapsulating like his whole eye so just imagine a contact just oh i can't i can't never do contacts I, when i used to wear glasses i was like you know what i'm just gonna wear glasses i'm, I'm never gonna wear contacts because i just can't imagine me shoving something in my eye so I completely understand you do what you gotta do anthony hopkins who narrated the grinch uh how the Grinch so christmas he recorded his entire narration of the movie in one day dedication he was like i don't have time to be sitting here playing with y'all meeting y'all for different days i'm either gonna get it right now or i'm not gonna get it at all he was like i got this he got it in one day and there were a lot of dr seuss References uh, in How the Grinch Stole Christmas as well. So there was a Green Eggs and Ham reference. If you watch at the end of the movie, where Cindy Lou Who is giving um, Max a plate of ham, of green ham and eggs, that was the Green Eggs and Ham reference. There was a Horn Here's a Who reference. I forgot. Oh, in the very beginning of the movie, I believe, where they're like putting the the star on top of the tree, like all the Who's are getting ready for a uh, Christmas time uh the man who is going all the way to the top to put the star on the tree if you look on i think it's his harness i believe they said there's an elephant on his harness that's supposed to be a reference to Horton. here's a who there's also a cat in the hat reference so when the grinch is going around stealing everybody's stuff uh for christmas you'll notice in one of the scenes he's sucking up a fishbowl the fishbowl is supposed to be a reference to uh cat in the hat, because, you know, in cat in the hat, the kids, they had a fish, and, you know, he was in a fish bowl talking to them, so that was a cat in the hat reference. Those are all the fun facts that I have. Those are the fun facts that I thought were very, very interesting. I was like, wow. The fun facts just made me appreciate Jim Carrey even more, and I'm like, this man is a freaking creative genius. Like, he's he's amazing. So, the professional ratings i'm just gonna say this right now i say it wholeheartedly i do not agree with any of these ratings like i said how the gridstone christmas is one of my favorite movies ever i will even watch this movie when it's not christmas time that's how much i love it so i don't agree with any of these reviews at all or these ratings at all so imdb gave it a 6.2 out of 10. y'all already know how i feel about imdb they be lowballing people all the time to- a 6.2 are you out of your mind Are you out of your mind, IMDb? You have to be. Metacritic gave it a 46%, which was blasphemy. I was like, y'all are really tripping. Who in their right mind is going to give How the Grinch Stove Christmas a 46%? Crazy. That's what that crazy people. That's who. And Rotten Tomatoes gave it a 49%. I was like, Rotten Tomatoes? I just knew Rotten Tomatoes wasn't going to let me down. And then when I saw the rating, y'all, I was like, is a lie. It is a fallacy, and I'm calling the cops. Like period. Forty nine percent. So I got a six point two out of ten, a forty six and a forty nine percent out of a hundred. Ridiculous. Okay, Harry Potter. Ridiculous. I was like, y'all are tripping. But you know, that's them. And y'all already know how I fit. Y'all already can probably guess what I'm gonna about to rate it. But before we get into my professional rating, let's get into these pros and these cons. So my first pro, if you haven't assumed it already, it's Jim Carrey. Jim Carrey is my first pro. Jim Carrey, period. That man was amazing in this movie. I can't imagine anybody else like if they are going to do another live action Grinch which I suggest that they don't do because the the bar was just set so high in my opinion by Jim Carrey I just feel like anything after that would just be sloppy in my opinion I can't picture anybody else doing it but Jim Carrey like I know they made a 2018 version of the grinch and it was animated and it was voiced by a benedict cumberbatch who plays uh he's most the role that i most recognize him for he played a doctor strange in the marvel doctor strange movie he did okay you know the voice was there but i'm glad he didn't do it live action because that pressure the pressure that jim carrey applied to this role baby there will never be another there will never be another jim carrey first pro i like jim carrey period but this movie this was the first instance i had ever heard of jim carrey and i watched this movie when i was very young all the way up until my grown self right now so after i had learned who played because even as a child y'all i was researching who played this movie how why i was doing all that and when i found out who jim carrey was i followed his career ever since then that's how much of an impact he made on me by playing the grinch i wanted to know who this man was amazing 20 out of 10 for me, Jim Carrey. Ugh, oh, a gem. Chef's kiss. My next pro was the set and the costumes. I loved how well, I mean, what is the word I'm trying to say? I love how very well executed this was. Like, everything felt very who like, ve- felt very Dr. Seussian. Like, they got the Whoville and the Who people down pat I wanted to be in that movie just to be dressed up like a Who. You feel me? Like, I, the set and the costumes were amazing. Jim Carrey's costume, obviously, you know, a masterpiece in itself. I believe in the facts that I saw. His whole entire costume was made of yak hair. It was dyed green, and it was sewed onto a spandex suit. So, everything from the, from the hands to the feet. It was all a spandex suit with, with a yak hair on it. Amazing. So, the set and the costumes definitely a pro for me very well executed very professional as it should be i mean 123 million come on come on now period i mean the money was very well spent and then they got it back tenfold on top of that so kudos to set and costume designer uh my next pro is martha may oh my god (laughs) she was aside from jim carrey she was also one of my favorite characters she was just giving very like I'm a hot girl, Hey, I do hot, she was very much giving hot girl, Martha May Juvier is a hot girl, okay, we all know that, we all seek that, like, she was that girl, even as a young child, baby, she was a hot girl, she was doing hot things, okay, uh, all the time, so she was one of my favorite characters, Martha Mae, who was played by Christine Baranski, amazing, 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 she was, <laughs> she was just as good as well. I think my favorite scene of her where she was like, I'm gonna give the movie away, y'all. Because if you haven't seen How the Grinch Christmas with Jim Carrey, I, I can't even talk to you. But if you haven't, I am gonna encourage you to go see it, but I'm still gonna give some parts away. I'm sorry. I have to talk about I have to talk about it. I have to get it off my, my mental. You feel me? So my favorite scene uh, involving Martha May was when they were having the light, the lighting, the house lighting competition. And she was like, Betty, huh? I love she was giving very much bougie, very much like, oh, girl, is that what you're doing with your house? Ugh, Very poor. I was like, oh, Martha, you need to stop. She was giving very I'm better than you and I know it, but, you know, I just can't help it. So I love that scene when she was doing the whole lights thing, the when she was decorating her house. For the lights competition she had her little Santa outfit on girl she was looking real cute she was telling Betty like oh girl you doing it the old fashioned way look at this machine that I have you know do 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 it was very much like spraying lights onto her house I was like oh come on Miss May." she was like I got the money to do this Good night, Betty that was just very shady the end part where she just basically like read Betty her rights showing her that you're poor and I'm better than you and then she had the nerve to say, night, Betty. Like, yes, have fun in your poor house. Using every light you have. Trying to make your house look the best. Very shady, but I was here for it. Me watching it as an adult, I was like, this lady is shady. And I like it. I was like, ooh, okay, Miss Martha May, but she's definitely a pro for me. My next pro was that it set the standard for live action movies for me. So, I'm sure there had been live-action movies before, like, live-action adaptations of things before How the Grinch Stole Christmas, but like I said, when this came out, I was very young. I was four. Yes, in 2000, I was four when this came out. And even though I don't remember very vividly watching it at four, I remember watching it the years after, and I was still, still to this day, I'm very amazed at how professional and how like they really took us to the world of Whoville. Like if you have seen the uh, animated version the old one of back in the day you know very it's very much like straight out of the book kind of like they tore the pages out of the Dr. Seuss book and just made it you know in motion but this one it's like it was Whoville but it was like a fully realized like this could be a real place type of Whoville and I loved it and it set the standard for live action for me like ever since I've seen How the Grinch Stole Christmas and any live action movie I've seen after that it had to meet that standard like if you were a live action movie and you didn't take me to the place where uh, I needed to go or you were you know transporting me to the time and period and the people didn't give me what I needed I just I never watched it again but How the Grinch Stole Christmas I will watch that movie until i die i will put my kids onto this movie and if my kids don't like this movie i'm gonna question if there was a mix-up at the hospital like point blank period that's how that's how much of an impact this movie made on me so definitely set the standard for live action movies for me my next pro was the christmas festival scene i like how they added that little bit in there you know when they invited him to be holiday cheermeister i love that scene like it just you know it just gives you a better sense of like what whoville is like when they were going through all the competitions like the chocolate competition the pudding competition the limbo when they was doing the conga like i love that whole scene because it gives you a sense of like whoville because you know we know what whoville is but we don't know who the who's really are you feel me so it gave us like a deeper sense as to like the who's and why they love christmas and what christmas time means to them i wanted to be there i wanted to go to the uh jubilation i really did like even now to this day as a child i very much wanted to be at the Hubilation every Christmas. I was hoping that you know somebody in my city, <laughs> Mayor Sylvester Turner, would you know be like, hey, let's let's have our own Hubilation. We could call it Houstonation, you know, for Houston. You feel me? And have our own Christmas, you know, situation. So I can be there. Ugh. To this day, I still want to go. To this day, I, I still want to go to Hubilation, child. Still, still. So that's one of my pros. My last pro is the uh, classic song, Where Are You Christmas? They had Miss Celine Dion singing. Oh, was it Celine Dion? I believe it was Celine Dion at the end, at the very end, you know, when the credits roll. And, you know, she sings the official version of Where Are You Christmas classic. That is in my christmas playlist on my apple music where are you christmas come on y'all sing it why can't i i'm not gonna sing it with y'all because y'all gonna leave me hanging i'm not about to play with y'all but definitely a pro for me i love that song it's been in my childhood forever so those are all of my pros jim carrey period the set and the costumes martha may who ba okay it set the standard for live action movies for me uh, the uh, the humiliation scene and the classic song, Where Are You Christmas? Those are my pros. My cons, you may ask, none. There are none. I will never speak an ill will about this movie. You will never hear a negative criticism out of me, ever. I even liked Mayor Augustus because he was playing his role. He was trying to get him some Martha May Houvier. And we all know why. Because she was a hot girl. She was doing hot things as I've said before. So even his characterization I was here for. it. He was giving you the stank mean mayor. Who was probably embezzling all the Who's funds. To buy Martha May Houvier that vehicle that he got her. Yes. He played his role. He played well. You know. I have no cons. Nothing was out of place for me. It was all there. It was all. It was chef's kiss. Okay? Not an ill word will I speak about how the Grinch stole Christmas. Not out of me. You won't get it out of me, babes. My rating: a 10 out of 10. 20 out of 10. 30 out of 10. 40 out of 10. Pick a number out of 10. Okay? High. 10s, 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 10s across the board, darling. For me. It's the Jim Carrey for me. It's the improvisation for me. Okay? Yeah. I love this movie, y'all. Can you tell? I love this movie so much that I've learned pretty much all the lines. Like there's not a line that I don't know. And my family hates watching this movie with me because they know I'm going to say every line. So I had to watch it by myself because I I wanted to, I had to speak my lines, you feel me? The lines that I wanted to say, I had to speak them and I didn't feel like hearing, (sighs) Sierra can you watch the movie? I am watching the movie. Okay. This is how I watch now. I'm a part of this movie. And this movie is a part of me. Thank you. Mind your business, eat your food. You're my business. Don't do that. But <laughs> y'all know I'm crazy. But that'll wrap up another Black Review criminal edition, y'all. I hope y'all enjoyed it. I hope y'all enjoyed listening to my crazy ramblings about How the Grinstone Stole Christmas. One of my favorite movies of all time. One of my favorite to watch around the holiday times. So if you haven't watched it yet, please just sit up on the couch, sis this coming weekend curl up with some hot cocoa turn on all your christmas decorations get nice and cozy on the couch your family and watch jim carrey do what he do best which is act the fool yes please do it y'all but i digress But don't forget to come back for Monday's show because I will be reviewing another movie on Monday of my choice. And don't forget to look out for my ultimate Christmas movie uh, question that I'm going to be posting throughout the week all the way up until Wednesday. So if you follow me on any of my social medias, which you should, my Instagram and my Twitter, y'all already know it's T-H-E-E underscore B-L-A-Q box. Um, I'm going to be posing the question probably tomorrow and all the way up until Uh, I'm going to say Tuesday because Wednesday is when I need to put the poll out for the ultimate Christmas movie. So, I'm going to pose the question on what is your ultimate Christmas movie from Saturday all the way up until Tuesday. And then on Wednesday, whichever two movies get commented the most, that's the decision between who it's going to be for the poll. And then I'm going to review whichever movie wins the poll on Friday for Christmas. Okay? So, don't forget to comment your ultimate Christmas movie no matter what it is. I don't care if I've ever seen it. I don't care if I've never heard of it. If I have seen it a thousand times, I don't care. Just comment, 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 y'all. I want to see y'all's comments. I want to see some interaction out of y'all. Y'all been leaving me hanging lately. Not lately, but you know. We can always use a little more participation, okay? But don't forget to look out for that. This has been the Black Review on the Black Box. I hope y'all have a lovely friday y'all please go out there be safe if you are doing some christmas shopping or getting some last minute christmas shopping done be careful out there because people is crazy don't forget miss COVID, she is still very much a thing i don't give no hoots about this vaccine she's still very much real very much prevalent so just be careful i love y'all and i'm gonna see y'all on monday kings and queens bye